Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Welcome to the State of Economy podcast. I'm your host Jyoti Bantia and today with me we have two special guests. Mayank Banerjee, the CEO and co-founder of Even Healthcare and Mr. Mayank Singh, a partner at Khetan and Co. Today we'll talk about the Indian healthcare industry and the health tech startups role in the same. We bring you two leading voices from the legal and the startup realm to uncover the nuances of the Indian health tech ecosystem. So my first question is to both Mayank Banerjee and Mayank Singh. So according to a recent report, India's health tech market is expected to skyrocket and is expected to reach dollar 25 billion by 2025 what do you think has been the key levers and how are the indian health tech startups contributing to this growth if mr banerji could go first sure um so jyoti thank you so much for inviting me uh, exciting to be here and yeah looking forward to listening to uh, the far more talented and smarter uh, other mayank on the show i think in terms of your question on the the growth health tech i think that in itself is something that i probably disagree with a little bit i think the real opportunity for indian health tech is indian healthcare right i think we we don't really think about it as in the case of oh there's a special subset of healthcare services and healthcare provision that tech firms will do but rather that actually firms that have a strong technological background and footing are one of the best ways to help enable healthcare services for 1.3 billion indians and indeed the entire healthcare sector so i think saying that just the health tech industry is growing is is true but i think part of the reason it's growing is because we are realizing that healthcare in itself can be improved by enabling and integrating tech at every level of the value chain so i think that's probably how i personally think about it Mayank I can I can definitely say from my side uh, you know you do sound like the cleverer one uh, amongst the two uh, but uh, you know Jyoti I would agree with what Mayank is saying in the sense that of course health tech I mean you know what has caused all this sort of highlight on tech in general as as you would see in you know if you look at the last 4 years most companies were forced to digitize or or you know sort of get up to speed with their digital gameplay or playbook thanks to you know the covid pandemic which you know sort of forced everyone to um, not sort of engage in ways that people engaged before so of course that has been a real sort of catalyst towards um you know any sort of digitization or um you know sort of use of um, various digital products to that end you know if one were to look at what health tech is uh, is essentially sort of players in the market that are uh making it more convenient and accessible to have access to more traditional healthcare systems and uh certain other innovations as well because health tech is is a larger subset or or larger sort of you know in it's it's just more than traditional healthcare but the age of innovation and uh the idea is of course how do we make it easy uh, for people to treat themselves and or you know seek diagnosis um in any in any form or fashion uh so the idea is moving towards more convenience you know these are pretty much the key levers towards um uh, health tech 
हेल्थ केयर मार्केट इन इंडिया इट सेल्फ इज प्रोपेलिंग अ ग्रोथ एट अ वेरी स्टैगरिंग रेट एंड हेल्थ टेक विल जस्ट बी एन एनेबलर फॉर दैट ग्रोथ विल ऑल्सो बी एबल टू हेल्प पेशेंट्स एंड फैमिलीज बेटर दैट्स ऑब्वियसली देयर सो माय नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन इज व्हाट इज द करंट फंडिंग प्ले लाइक एंड व्हाट डू यू थिंक इज द फ्यूचर आउटलुक फॉर द सेम इफ मिस्टर सिंह कुड गो फर्स्ट so i think the 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 landscape is quite buoyant i would say you know the there is uh, definitely a lot of uh, dry powder which is allocated towards india um healthcare and health tech are uh, definitely are you know some of the the main sort of highlights or uh, or what i would say are recession proof sectors because you know no matter what the state of economy is uh, one would often find people spending on healthcare because um you know health is something that is you know sort of paramount uh, to anyone any person's well being uh it's not optional in that sense um and given you know where the world markets could be or or you know the way that economies may uh may behave uh but it is definitely a very stable bet uh and uh, definitely with you know the increasing sort of you know digital reliance in india uh be it in terms of access to 4g networks 5g networks the general sort of you know digital literacy um i think uh, the future user base of uh, potential uh, users of any service etc are definitely i mean there these are definitely indicators of a you know a good outlook in the future yeah mr banerji if you could weigh in i wouldn't say there is a huge amount to add uh, i think mr singh obviously looks at multiple deals uh, i can only speak about the ones that i know about and indeed our company our take is pretty straightforward if you are building an amazing business people will want to invest in you and i think that has always been the case and that is the case today i think maybe there was a little period where no matter the kind of business you were building people would find a way to give you money i think that period is behind us but the money still exists there is still as mr singh mentioned capital to deploy and so actually if you're building a great defining business there are plenty of options for funding there and if anything you're probably in a better position than you were maybe 18 months ago because now you're no longer competing against someone who might just have a great story or indeed their numbers might not quite add up rajya sabha has recently passed the digital data protection bill and experts have claimed that the health tech is one of those sectors that could be impacted by the provisions of it with the emergence of innovative models like even healthcare subscription based approach how do you think that the legal considerations will play out in ensuring consumer protection and data privacy in this age and time mr singh if you could like please weigh in on this with any sort of tech that comes in you know there'll always be with and in particularly with health you know there's a requirement to balance the need of patient privacy the rights as to their you know sort of uh sensitive data because that's primarily what health constitutes uh and to that end there there is a requirement for there to be some bells and whistles and you know other geographies be it eu or you know us uh already have legislations in place that sort of you know already uh provide a playbook in terms of you know how should one go about doing uh storing this kind of data 
when one looks at India now, uh, you know, India sort of uh, has also implemented this. And to that extent, I think in some ways it's a good boost to the industry because there now there's going to be a, you know, at least an understanding of what the government expects. And to that extent, it also helps build consumer confidence if they are utilizing platforms uh, which are digital in nature, that their, um, you know, data or their information can only be utilized in, in, in certain ways, which they, they are aware of. So in that sense, um, you know, it's a, it's a positive uh, sort of step towards the industry. Yes, there'll be some hiccups. Uh, one needs to see the closer look of the rules, etc. One needs to see the timeline that is given to the industry, adopt and adhere to any of those principles uh, in case, uh, you know, if they are of nature that cannot be immediately adopted. Uh, but I think those are, you know, sort of in a larger growth story or the life cycle of a company could potentially be seen as just some initial bumps of, you know, teething problems. But on a larger outlook, I think uh, it will definitely uh, be a, a more positive step. Uh, but of course, uh, you know, as lawyers, it's easy for us to sort of, uh, you know, comment on it. But uh, operationally, I'm sure Mayank is, uh, you know, Mayank Banerjee will be the closest to this and would have a far more insight uh, in this area. Oh, Mr. Banerjee, if you would want to weigh in, as he, as Mr. Singh just pointed out, that you would understand better the operational problems or the operational changes that a startup would have to comply to given this bill so if you could just like come in and talk about that i think there are two ways to think about this there is slightly selfish way of me as one of the founders or co-founders of a startup that operates in this space who finds regulations out of date or slow or painful and creating new operational complexity and that is just the reality right every piece of regulation that you have to comply with makes your life as a startup slightly harder I think that's number one. I think then there's also an approach which is maybe a bit more looking at it from what is good for society. And I think there it is very hard to argue that healthcare regulation is not important. I think it is probably one of the few areas along with financial services where there is the most compelling argument for a strong regulator. And I think, like uh, Mike said, I think part of that is because you want to create an environment where people can trust you. And in particularly in a place like India, I think there is a fear that, you know, trusted institutions are the ones that win out. And so the more regulations that people know are A, credible, B, actually enforced and C, people adhere to, I think that is a good thing for everyone. So in the short term, of course, it's painful every few weeks or every few months having to change some of the, the ways we do things. In the long term, it is by far the best thing that could happen for the country. And I think um, a lot of regulators, it's very easy for founders like myself to complain about regulators and how much they slow things down. But realistically, they're doing it in our belief for the right reasons. And it's hard. it's a very, very hard job. And sometimes it is important to not move fast and break things as startups tend to do, um, but actually go slow and make sure everything works. And that is, I think, a job that regulators and uh, should and policymakers should be doing. And I think increasingly in many ways in India, they're doing an excellent job. So I think in healthcare, obviously you have ABDM. I think 
in insurance, I think the IDA is doing a huge amount of progressive things. So, yeah, that's a good thing. Speaking of significant developments, the Ayushman Bharat Digital Mission has been the cornerstone in India's healthcare reform efforts. Mr. Banerjee, if you could share how health tech startups like Even Healthcare and others are aligning with initiators like Ayushman Bharat Digital Mission to enhance the healthcare accessibility and affordability for the masses. Sure. So I think this has been incredibly important to us from day one. So we've been registered as soon as we were able to. And I think it's an incredibly exciting time because I think the world over, people are incredibly impressed with how, how India has handled the financial infrastructure piece through UPI and PCI and so on. And I think even, you know, new initiatives like ONDC that the government is doing, and even you know, going back even further in time, Aadhaar is a world-class system. I think something like ABDM creates such an exciting opportunity to be involved in building an alternative infrastructure from scratch right now. And I think that as a startup is incredibly exciting. And that is something that you know we're very grateful for the government's support and focus on this. And I think the opportunity, honestly, a lot of people like to talk about the opportunity in AI and how it's changing the world. We personally believe that the kind of changes that ABDM will enable will be just as impactful as large language models and so on, particularly when you think about combining them together. And I think that's really, really exciting. True. Beyond the Ayushman Bharat mission, the Indian government has also introduced several other initiatives for the healthcare system. Mr. Singh, if you could provide insights into how the health tech startups can navigate these various government programs, initiatives, such as the national health stack and the potential benefits they could bring to the health tech startups? There is tremendous potential in terms of, you know, how you're going to uh, sort of ease uh, the entire interplay between players or various um, sort of segments, you know, be it from a from a doctor to a patient to a, a diagnostic lab to a diagnostic center or slash uh, a pharmacy, the entire interplay uh, could become very seamless, including insurance for that matter, the various national health stack and other systems. It also, I think, provides a, a, an ability for people to develop products uh, by just looking at, you know, various, you know, sort of the, the big data available and how to, you know, sort of utilize it. But I feel largely, you know, the benefit is going to be of, you'll see more traditional you know, sort of setups also digitizing at the end of the day. One looks at financial and health services very closely because I think these are perhaps the two most important aspects of anybody's sort of day-to-day -day life. And just as how much, you know, you don't really need to visit a bank anymore to do a transaction, uh, you are sort of doing it on net banking and other such systems. Uh, similarly, you know, for in the health tech space, um, it's going to, you know, sort of evolve to why do I need to go anywhere and why cannot not just seek the help I need from where I am. And that provides potential of so many, you know, sort of innovators to come in and try and connect the dots there. But I, so I think tremendous potential. Mr. Banerjee, what is the kind of innovation solutions that you're observing in the health tech market space at this moment, especially when it comes to patient delivery and care? 
Really good question. I think what has been really interesting for us to see is how a lot of people who started off as standalone digital providers are entering into the real offline world. And I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but I think there was a view in with a lot of healthcare investors and indeed healthcare founders is that, yes, tech will save everything. And I'm not entirely sure if that turned out to be the case. Turns out people wanted a tech first solution when they had no other option and they didn't want to leave their house. But I think now they are able to leave their house. Actually speaking to doctors, getting tests done is very, very valuable. I think that's number one. Number two is, and I think the other piece is the offline world will always be, or at least historically has been the vast majority of actually how healthcare is delivered. And so if you're going to optimize for having an impact on the vast majority of Indians, you have to go to where they are, which is often not necessarily looking to access things only um, through online channels, but also kind of a hybrid model. And I think that is the one when you are actually going to be able to save and really, really improve lives. And if anything, I almost having that tech first mindset and approach to efficiency and applying it to what can often be pretty inefficient offline ways of healthcare delivery is for me personally the bit that I'm most excited about, simply because I think you can impact on uh, way more people and improve a lot more lives. That's probably how I think about it, which may be slightly counterintuitive to what everyone says of AI will save us, which, you know, maybe it will. But at the end of the day, I think you have to go to where people are. Looking ahead, what do you envision for the future of health tech ecosystem in India? And how do you foresee the interplay between technology, regulations and healthcare delivery evolving in the coming few years? Mr. Singh, if you could go first. There'll be an initial period, which is the teething period. And of course, um, you know, some of these regulations and etc. are new. So while they are very popular and, you know, people are taking up to them and people are registering and by the time it reaches a wide scale adoption, uh, it will take some time, you know, in terms of this entire initiative. But I think where we are is that everyone is taking the right steps, you know, in terms of beat the privacy related aspects, which is, you know, in terms of uh, the various regulations that have come in, telemedicine, etc. Uh, so to that extent, the regulation is definitely proving uh, or rather sort of laying down that sort of step work uh, for it to be as buoyant and uh, make things simpler and easier and credible for everyone. To that extent, yes, it's it's. Uh, uh, I definitely see that eventually it will uh, all be a very harmonious sort of, you know, interplay where uh, everything will support each other, which is, you know, patient rights to privacy, etc., the access to data for better development of products. And of course, to that extent, some commercialization in the right way, uh, you know, which sort of balances both the sensitive nature of uh, personal data uh, versus, you know, the economic uh, aspirations of the startup system. Absolutely. 
Mr. Banerjee, if you could please weigh in. I think um, Mr. Singh put it very, very well. My thing would be, uh, and I, I don't know who said this, but I, I think it's a very helpful way of how we think about things. I think we underestimate or overestimate what you can achieve in one year, and we underestimate what you can achieve in 10. And I think we are very early in, in the journey in terms of on the healthcare side, the kind of impact of the new regulations and the attempts that the government is making will have. And I think it will be difficult. I think it does take time. But I think the exciting thing is, in many ways, what is happening in India is globally leading. It's, it's world class, the kind of digital infrastructure that the government is enabling and the opportunities for startups like ourselves to build, build products, build companies that impact on tens, if not hundreds of millions of lives. I just think that's an incredibly exciting time to be. Of course, it will be slightly up and down. No, nothing worth doing is easy. But I do think in a few years time, we will be talking about how India is leading the way globally um, and how some of the things that the government is doing and the work that private and public sector are doing together is fundamentally changing the way healthcare works in India. And I just think that's a very exciting time to be. Hopefully we can reach a stage where the healthcare, both, both online and offline players are able to provide the kind of healthcare systems that this country needs. I thank both guests for joining in on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us, Jyoti. Thank you. Thank you.